You're listening to Uprising, the Rebuilt Student Podcast. Youth ministry isn't easy, and you don't have much time. That's why this is a car ride's worth of content to help you reimagine, revive, and rebuild youth ministry. Hello, everyone. My name is Allie, and welcome to Uprising, the Rebuilt Student Podcast. Today, we will be concluding our series on post-COVID youth ministry. We've discussed a lot the past few episodes, but the fact remains, we don't know for sure what post-COVID will definitely look like, but what we do know is true and a priority for us is that we are still a sacramental church. Join us today as we dive deeper into that discussion, but before we do, I'm joined with Daniel today, and as always, just dying to know, Daniel, what are you loving? You're dying to know, Dying to know. I always get good tips from you, too. You make me want to go to Gettysburg. (laughs) (laughs) Well... The thing that I'm loving today is something we're going to talk about in this episode, and it's a message that was given by a guy named Dan Chalucci. Is that how you would say that? Oh, that yeah. Uh, and he did this message for our Sunday visitor. It's kind of like TED Talk feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's called, What If They Don't Come Back? So we're going to talk about it a lot more, but it's something worth going and watching. So if you have, it's 18 minutes long and just some great questions for the church. So we're going to talk about it some more today, but that's what I'm loving right now. Absolutely. And I'm loving something that we talked about as a bright idea last week. Well, kind of ties to it, kind of a little different. Our last episode, as always, we give you one bright idea and we talked about having a prayer journal that you could carry with in your pocket and things like that. Um, But what I'm loving right now is my prayer journal that I use every morning. I'd gotten it as a birthday present from a friend of mine a couple years ago, actually, and like forgot I had it and I just finished my last journal. So I got to open a new crisp journal and that's always just fun to like restart. It feels like a new... um, challenge to fill it and everything Mm -hmm. and stay committed so it's nice and pretty not all banged up yet the pages aren't frayed so (laughs) that's what I'm loving right now my new crisp clean ready to be prayed in prayer journal (laughs) turn on a new page oh yes exactly I don't know if I said this maybe I did but the talk that Dan Chalucci gives is what if they don't come back I don't know if uh, did I say that okay I just (laughs) wanted to make sure because I felt like I didn't say it yeah okay (laughs) yes we will remind you too later in this episode as well and it was a fantastic talk um so as we said we are in the final episode of our series post-covid youth ministry we've been looking forward to ministry beyond beyond covid and how things have changed and haven't changed in the pandemic of this past year and today we will be finishing up by coming back to our roots that we are a church rooted in the sacraments so why sacraments well Obviously, in the Catholic Church, they're a huge part of our spiritual life, and they're really the place that Christ comes to meet us. The sacraments come from the life of Christ, and we are meant to receive them throughout our life. The Catechism says that the seven sacraments touch all the stages, all the important moments of the Christian life. They give birth and increase, healing and mission to the Christian's life of faith, And there is thus a certain resemblance between the stages of natural life and the stages of the spiritual life. You know, we're reading from the catechism and it has a phrase like, there is thus, (laughs) there is thus certain resemblance. You made it sound very natural. (laughs) (laughs) So as, uh, this is another quote from the catechism, as fire transforms into itself everything it touches, so the Holy Spirit transforms into the divine life, whatever is subjected to its power. 
And really, um, that's the idea is that the Holy Spirit is going to work through those sacraments when we're open to it, when we allow ourselves to be subjected to God's power and movement in the gifts of the sacraments. And there's a visible and invisible reality to the sacraments. Um, it's explained by the U.S. bishops this way, that parents, when they hug their children, the visible reality of that is the hug. The invisible reality is the love that that hug expresses. That's and beautiful. so isn't that a great analogy? Yeah. yeah. And so sacraments have a visible reality to them. That's why we have to have them be incarnational. There's a substance in each one of them, something physical that needs to be experienced, but there's an invisible reality that that sacrament expresses. We should use, we should tell our students that, anal- that analogy. I don't think we've used it I just, before. But yeah, I've just been researching for this episode yeah. on that, and I thought that was great. Yeah. It's a very simple way to explain it, right? But we're offering this hug to people, the sacraments, this hug, to people in a way that changes their lives and it opens them to reality of God at work in and around them. So that is why sacraments matter and why we have to come back to them again and again. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So as Daniel had said, we heard a talk recently from our Sunday visitor with Dan, what did you say? Chalucci? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how you, I know. I think it does. (laughs) It's not really how it's spelt, but I think that's the right way. He must be Italian or something, right? Sounds Italian. Yeah. Yeah. And it's called, it's called, if you didn't hear it the first or the second time, Daniel told you, what if they don't come back? And obviously the name of the talk is a question. And he posed just so many thoughtful questions, the um, unspoken fears kind of have that we all have right now, Catholics in general, church workers specifically. That's the number one. What if after all of this, people don't come back and that goes with then what if the money dries up what if people only watch church from home what if we're so out of people's routines that church becomes irrelevant what if people don't come back to receive the sacraments all of these things are our biggest fears and questions in the catholic church but throughout this talk and we do encourage you to go and watch it because it was fantastic but he kind of turned all of those fears on its head to redefine and reshape our thinking to really ask these questions what if that's a good thing was it all that great before covid you know were were we all as a catholic church in the ideal place that we wanted to you can't build a better future on a vision for the past that is why moving forward we have to rethink everything that we're doing we want to be better we want to grow from this we want the church to grow from this so what if god is calling us to be much greater than the quote old norm what if the world was looking all looking for hope at the same time and we the catholic church were the ones to offer it mm. Mm, he was good i, I don't do pot. as i know I'm not as good as him. Go watch it. <laughs> but but that thought, I mean, oh, I think so good. What if the world was all looking for hope at the same time and we were the ones that were able to offer it? That's that's where the moment that we are in right yeah. now. I mean, it's easy to lament about everything that we're facing, but there is so much opportunity mm-hmm. that we have in front of us right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we just we're thinking about all the different ways that we see opportunities right now. I mean, this is really about being a sacramental people, but think about those opportunities that are there. Students and kids really can be the ones to bring their parents and their families back to campus. Mm-hmm. If the fear is that they're not going to come back to church, to our physical campuses, 
student and kid ministry is the thing that can bring them back. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're really as, as a parish trying to figure out how to capitalize on that. Mm-hmm. The virtual engagement that we have built, and we probably do this more than most churches at Nativity. We really have invested a lot of time, money, people into the virtual engagement and into our online mass. But that virtual engagement is always meant to lead to in-person experiences. We never let online become the endpoint for people. We always want to leave them wanting more. A great example of this is we have this family, the Browns. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Browns if they ever listen to this podcast. <laughs> and they're uh, five hours from us in upper New York mm-hmm. state um, in Rochester. And they started coming down about a weekend a month because they were watching online, got connected and felt so connected that they wanted to come and be here at church. Now, we'd love for them to have a parish at home too, Mm -hmm. and they do, Mm -hmm. but the online experience wasn't enough for them. So much so that they are making the trek down here, staying overnight with their whole family, Mm -hmm. four kids, and being part of our community and serving. But the online experience was enough for them to feel that connected and that big of a pull to be part of our in-person community which I think what an opportunity that was that we did not see coming members from Rochester. Yeah. And we, you know, it's not, we, I think we get a lot of criticism. Yeah. Yeah, We get a lot of criticism as a parish because we're not like out there recruiting people to come to our parish. We didn't go out there and recruit this family. Um, And a lot of people criticize us because um, we're giving this online experience, but people see the, sacramental aspects of our faith as being the thing that people need to experience. But we are trying to point people always toward that in-person experience. Yes, I think that's absolutely. our, that's our, our angle, but we also mm-hmm. have to meet people where they are and yes, yeah, it's a balance. And we need to speak to the deep needs that people have right now. There's mm-hmm. an opportunity there because people recognize those needs right now, that need for community relationship. They recognize the need for a savior in their life for something more. Um, and we need to root the spiritual realities that we want to offer to people with their lived experiences. Um, my friend Florian, who is, uh, somebody that interned with us at Nativity and he's Austrian and is trying to help rebuild the church there. So shout out to Florian. If yeah. Florian's Maybe listening, you got Flo lots of shout outs today. Yeah. Um, he has a PhD in something called applied theology which always cracks me up. (laughs) The reason I'm saying that is because all theology should be applied. What's the point if it's not applied? (laughs) That's true. So that's what we're talking about here. We need to root the spiritual realities, the theology that we're teaching people with their lived experiences. We need to do that with our messaging and our planning and everything else. And then we have this opportunity really to go out and seek people. Don't get stuck at church, but be evangelizers. Equip our people to go out, make it shareable, always have a step, uh, make it a step in faith to be sharing it and talk about that with people. That's one of the steps that we talk about in our faith that Mm -hmm. we need to be doing all the time. So find ways to engage with your community, your greater community, the parish area, and form those relationships with um, people that aren't from your church and expect nothing back from it. And then the last really opportunity that we see in the world right now is to preach the presence of Christ. We need that connection 
And what better to connect us than the God who is constantly pursuing us, who comes to us and waits for us in the sacramental realities of our, of our church, of our world. Um, we have that God present to us physically in the Eucharist, in the sacraments. We need to share that with people. So preaching the presence of Christ. So many opportunities out there. Yeah, really, this podcast is all about methods most of the time, staying grounded and evolving in evolving methods. God is what keeps us grounded as we evolve those messages. He is unchanging. We are working to awaken students and people to that reality all the time. It's a constantly moving target, but we encourage you and we encourage one another to keep at it. We are with you, as we've said all the time. We love doing this podcast because we are in the trenches with you. We are all in this together. And lastly, we just want to share one bright idea to close up this episode in this series, and that is plan your messages for the coming year. If we have this amazing opportunity to speak to the deep needs that people have right now, our students and families and the chance to bring people back, we need our messages to have impact, right? Mm -hmm. So start planning for them. We take an offsite day. Actually, we take two offsite days, mm -hmm. but one of them is specifically around messaging. Um, we do it for big church. We do it for students in the spring every year. And we think through all of the felt needs and the lived experiences that people are having. And there's a lot this year, right? Mm -hmm. So spend some time thinking through the needs that your people have right now, the needs that your teens and families have. Look at the scriptures. If you're tied to um, certain scriptures because you're lectionary based, look at them like we do for our big church message series. Brainstorm topics that you want to cover and and have a group with you. Bring some volunteers or have staff and debate them. Decide on them together and really put the extra effort into speaking messages that have power. And when you do that and do it ahead of time, it gives the Holy Spirit time to work on you and work on those messages alongside you. Yes, absolutely. Great, bright idea. Thanks so much for joining us today and throughout this whole series. We love you all very much. Be sure to join us next time for another Car Rides Worth of Content. 